0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. On the show today, we have Josh R. Smith. For those of you who have been listening from the beginning, you probably remember Josh. This is Josh's third time to be on the show, and he's been a huge supporter of ours. We want to give some love back to Josh. Josh has a new YouTube channel called Disco Studios, where you can go and watch him play Minecraft and all sorts of other crazy things. So go find the link in the show notes and follow Josh on YouTube. Also, don't forget about our private Facebook group where you can come and be a part of the conversation. And whatever platform you're listening to this on, if you could do us a favor and leave us a like or a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Now, here's the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Geeky Dads. Talk about geeky things. And back on today's episode is none other than Josh R. Smith. And we're talking about our top five video games. Josh, welcome back, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. So how's things been going in your area of the world?
1: Uh, pretty good. Uh, this morning, my I have three kids, 11, 9, and 5. And my nine and five-year-old girls were painting rocks this morning. And the five-year-old opened a bag of glitter. Oh, no. And so now the dog has glitter on him. <laughs> and so there is glitter all over my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That just <laughs> that sounds like a typical dad Saturday. Yep. <laughs> and so, again... The garage isn't getting clean today. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I
0: mean, they get they were helping you out, man. Think yeah, about it. They were yeah. they were getting you out of some work. That is so, awesome. All right. Yeah,
1: the floor needed mopped anyways. So there you go. Just there make go. it happen. All right,
0: man. Let's get into this. We're gonna talk about our top five video games, but before we do that, we're gonna do some trivia on video game trivia. So, Josh, are you ready? I think so. All right, multiple choice. Okay. And, again, if there's any purist out there who says, I get these wrong, understand, it is the internet trivia game. I'll give you their number if you want to complain. But I hope they're right. All right, so which – what was the first commercially, commercially successful video game Hmm. i got this one totally wrong dude is it frogger pac-man space invaders or pong
1: so commercially successful i feel like that's going to be the key word here because i'm pretty sure that pong was the first game ever but i i feel like the easy answer would be Pac-Man, but I also think that Pac-Man came out early on, but maybe a little later on, and so we're just going to go with gut. We're going to go Pong.
0: The correct answer is Pong.
1: Yeah. Now, okay,
0: so the the video game crash for Atari and everything, that was mm-hmm. in what? 85? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Because I remember as a kid, I was like eight or nine years old, which would have been 85. And we got a Atari right as the game, gaming crash was happening. Mm-hmm. And I think Pac-Man had just come out at that time. But I remember playing Pong on the old yeah. Atari and uh, several other games.
1: Well, so... I, I was a little later to the game because I wasn't born until 84. Uh, but I remember a Christmas when I was had to have been four or five. My my family got a Nintendo entertainment yeah. system with power pad and duck hunt and all that good stuff. Oh yeah. Um and so that was the first one that like my household owned. We never owned an Atari, but I had a neighbor who had an Atari. And so we played through all kinds of games on that. Um So I'm not super, super familiar with a lot of the older Atari stuff, but I know going to arcades and things like that, that originally, that's what a lot of those games were. Yeah. Some of those.
0: Yeah, I I think we got ours, and of course we had Frogger, we had Pac-Man, we had Pong, we had Space Invaders. We had the the main game. (laughs) And then uh, we got Nintendo. I want to say it was 88 or 89, but we had the... uh, we had the Power Pad, which the only thing you could do on there was really the track and field. Yep. And it, Olympics. Yeah, it really never worked for us. <laughs> and uh, we, I wanted to get the Power Glove, but mm. it's like everybody that got the Power Glove said, "Oh, Power Glove stakes, Don't get it." So, but I, so I never had a Power Glove. But... Yeah, me neither. All right. So that question number two: What is the best-selling video game? Of all time. Now I got this one totally wrong. I'm gonna tell you. Is it Super Mario Brothers, Minecraft, Halo, or Call of Duty?
1: So, are we talking Halo One and Call of Duty One, or like them as a franchise?
0: I think I, I think they're talking about number one.
1: Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's Minecraft.
0: That is the correct answer. See, I said Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Because, you know...
1: We live in a modern day, though, where so many people play video games now. Yeah. Where in the 80s, it still wasn't as approachable or as accepted. Where today, I mean, you've got hundreds of millions of people who play Minecraft.
0: Yeah, and, and you can play on your on your iPhone. Yep. On it's your accessible. iPad. It's everywhere. It like... But back in then, when we were growing up, you had to have the entertaining yep. en- entertainment system itself. But today, you don't need to. Yep. So, yeah, I said Super Mario Brothers, and I should have thought about that because I didn't, you know. But if you're going to talk about a franchise, I think Halo would probably be... I don't know if Halo would beat Minecraft as a franchise or not.
1: I don't... I, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, they've got six or seven games out. Yeah. But kind of the same thing with Call of Duty. Call of Duty has put out a lot of games. and Exactly. Maybe 10 years so. ago, they were probably one of the most played games. But I think yeah. Minecraft dominates.
0: All right. So, what product did Nintendo first release before taking on the world of video games? Was it playing cards? Comic books? computers, or television.
1: Mm, You're hitting me with some pretty tough trivia here. I know. I'm pretty sure that Nintendo's always been game-focused. And so I'm going to say playing cards.
0: That is correct. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know what kind of playing cards they were, but they were sort of like a, almost like a, you know, they're not like, I don't think they were cards like, we have like yeah. you know ace jack queen king spades you know all that stuff but i'm pretty sure they were something along those lines so. yeah
1: it's it's interesting cuz a lot of modern companies have been around for a really long time and didn't necessarily weren't necessarily always in the same industry but i'm pretty sure that nintendo's always been about games of some type
0: yeah yeah and, and family-simulated type games, mm-hmm. too, I believe. Which is why I think the you know, the Wii was so, so successful for yeah. so many years. Uh, kind of focused on the family gaming. Uh, as opposed to the GameCube. Which, I had a GameCube, but I was never a fan of it.
1: Hmm.
0: I felt like they were trying to be too much like Xbox and uh, PlayStation at that mm-hmm. point. So.
1: Yeah, I think Nintendo's definitely hit their market of multiplayer focused and a lot of more family friendly. I mean, they've got a lot of other games on there, like Skyrim and stuff like that, that aren't necessarily like children games, right? Um, but I, we will we'll play Mario Party sit around the couches and play Mario Party or Smash Brothers, and so
0: yeah, and I think that's what makes Nintendo unique as opposed to some of the other gaming systems. So, mm-hmm. all right, so. Who released the first flight simulator game? Was it Apple, Microsoft, Sony, or Nintendo? Hmm,
1: I'm gonna go Microsoft. That is correct. Yes, I'm four for
0: four. There you go, man. You're 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 beating this. Okay, so this is the last one. This one's a tough one. All right, you ready? Oh, yeah. What position did the creator of the Game Boy have at Nintendo? Ooh. Was it a cafeteria cook? A programmer? An assembly line technician? Or a low-level manager?
1: So I literally have no idea, so I'm going to shot in the dark here. Uh, I owned a Game Boy when they when they first came out. Actually, it's one of the only con- first consoles that was like my that I owned. Yeah. Um, and since they're such a feat of engineering, we're gonna go with option three, which I think was like an assembly line person.
0: That is correct. An oh my
1: goodness! Deck.
0: <laughs> Supposedly, he was the a technician on the assembly line that created uh, playing cards. Oh wow. So, Yeah. So, yeah, I I I actually had to go look that up afterwards, and like you know, do a Wikipedia search on the guy. That's fascinating. Yeah. So there you go. For anybody out there, you can you can do it. So. Five for five. There you go, man. All right. Are you ready to get into this? I am. Okay. Now, I'm going to confess. There are a couple of. um, Nostalgic games on my list because hmm. i I grew up playing tons of video games, and then after college, as I started, you know, real life, I guess you could say, I kind of got out of it for a while. But a lot of that was just because I wasn't making any money, <laughs> so, <laughs> so couldn't afford anything. You know, <laughs> I mean, we were living out of a of an apartment when we first got married. That was like. 500 square feet (laughs) Mm. like the kid you roll out of bed in the kitchens right there so so i have a lot of nostalgia because i'm just now getting back into video games and a lot of that is because my kids are also in that stage where they're Mm -hmm. starting to play video games so let's get into this josh what is your number five
1: so i what here's just to kind of preface here's how i curated my list um most of my game time is either with my kids or it's in evenings or it's with a couple of friends um and so i'll i'll bounce between games pretty regularly you know just kind of hey i'm gonna play this for a little while play this for a little while but there's there's always games that i always come back to and so some of them have been out for a little while some of them are a little newer uh this game here that i'm gonna talk about uh Has only been out for, I think, a year, a little over a year. Uh, It's called Valheim. Okay. And I believe it's only on PC, but it is a kind of similar to Minecraft where it's a survival game and you're a Viking who is in the afterlife trying to get to Valhalla. And graphics aren't, you know, the most beautiful. Gameplays maybe a little clunky here and there, but all of those things, I mean, it feels dangerous when you leave your house and you need to go chop down some trees to get wood. You know, there's monsters out there. There's skeletons out there. You know, you got to go to these different biomes and the game progresses really naturally and really well. So it's like, okay, I don't know what to do next. And then the game kind of says, oh, well, you need this new resource. Okay. Where do I find this resource? Oh, I've got to go to the swamp. Hey, there's nasty things in the swamp. Okay. So I've been playing multiplayer this game, so you can play it with on a server with some friends. And so, um, I mean, I've got well over 300 hours in this game, uh, which is, you know, maybe a little bit of a shame box here, but I'm sure YouTubers and people who play this thing uh, have thousands and thousands. But newer game, wanted to give it some love. It's a game that I'll keep coming back to and really enjoy the crafting and fighting aspect of this game.
0: All right. Nice. I like it. Um, I may have to check that out sometime. So my number five is a game I just came back to over the past couple years. I grew up as a little kid playing this game. I spent hundreds of hours playing this thing. And I would play it over and over and over. And a few years ago, my wife on my birthday got me one of those NES classics mm-hmm. as like 30, of the classic, you know, video games on it. It's, and it's the games that I introduced my kids to when it came to gaming, they had never played video games before that. So I started them out on super Mario brothers and things oh, like yeah. that. But number five for me is absolutely, it's the only type of anime I really get into. Cause I'm not really much of an anime guy, but okay. it is the legend of Zelda. Oh yeah. So I don't know. This game to me, I, I don't know if it's the classic music, if it's just you know, trying to collect all you know the whole everything you know and conquer all the shrines, little shrines and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those games that I just delved into as a kid, and I would come home because I was a latchkey kid before it was like a term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd come home from school, and you know, mom's at work, dad's at work. And, I'm supposed to be doing my homework and fixing myself dinner, but I'm playing Legend of Zelda, you know? Oh, yeah. So this is uh, this is one of those games, and I grew up on it, and then being able to introduce my kids to it is just was just exciting because mm-hmm. I started remembering all the things that, you know, hours I spent playing this game. So for me, it is absolutely The Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah. All right? It's dangerous to go alone it is it is absolutely so number four what do
1: you got all right so number four is is nostalgic for different reasons for me so in high school um i discovered a game called harvest moon and in this game you inherit a farm from your grandpa who passes away at the very beginning you know starts off tragedy uh but you inherit a farm and so in the game you have to move to this new town and there's a bunch of npcs who have interesting stories you have to like talk to them and give them give them like different gifts that you find like on the ground and uh, you walk around and you have to plant seeds and water them every day and then you can level up and get uh uh, animals and barns and all these things yeah this was pretty pretty cool game but somebody uh kind of did uh, an homage a a remake of this game and it's called stardew valley and stardew valley is one of those games that i can sit down and lose hours and hours and hours of just fishing and going in the mines and killing slimes and it's a very cartoony very kid-friendly game Um, i've played this game with with my two older kids Uh, we really enjoy because you can do multiplayer and so we'll assign chores for each other and You know, maybe their chores, you got to go pet the the cows every day. So they're happy, got to milk them. And then maybe your job is you got to go harvest a bunch of trees and get apples and things like that. And you make money as you can buy more seeds and build your bigger farm. And it's just one of those games. That's just super fun. Super kid friendly uh, has all kinds of really good, good moments in the game where you're building relationships with these NPCs and learning what makes them tick and, the craziest thing about this game is that it was all fully developed by a single dude and he wrote the music. He animated all the sprites and everything. He wrote the story and it's, it's a pretty crazy story. So if you ever want to read about somebody who just really poured all of their soul into a game, Stardew Valley.
0: All right. That sounds interesting.
1: What was the dude's name? Do you know? Uh, it's Eric Barone. Uh, Eric th- Barone. Yeah, he's pretty active on Twitter. Uh, I can't think of what his Twitter. I think it's Concerned Ape is his Twitter handle. Uh, super community friendly. Um, answers does AMAs all the time. He's got a new game coming out that it's uh, kind of similar, but you're running a chocolate factory, so you're huh. a chocolatier. So, all right, pretty fun game. I think I think you and the kids would enjoy that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well
0: there you go. That's a new game for everybody to go check out. I hadn't heard of that one yet. So, uh, Josh, you you like you're like the king of you know giving me ideas about how to distract I'm, myself, waste I'm time.
1: Pretty sure I'm going to have more more games on my list that you've never heard of. So, probably because, uh, uh,
0: like I said, you're you're a much more stronger gamer than I am. But I've been asking Josh about a lot of games I should play. And, I'm getting ready to start one. I have a feeling that's on his list, so we'll probably probably. Talk about it. <laughs> All right, my number four again. I'm going nostalgic, and this is one of those games I got to play with friends. It was a two player game, and it is one of those games that you just remember. And it is what is it? Up down, up down, left right, left mm-hmm. right. A B select a, start. Yeah. Is that right? I okay. think so. And that is Contra. Contra. Yes. Did you play Contra as a kid? I did. All right. Yeah. It was, uh, you get to that spot and, uh, you know, and then you'd lose your buddy on the, on the way and you'd be yep. solo. And I always hated that because it was like, all right, you know, it's, there was times it's like, oh, he can only take one more hit. I'm going to sacrifice myself, you know, just to keep, you know, the other, other player in the game. And, you know, it, it was one of those games that we would play it all night long as kids. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> We throw a couple of beanbags in the floor, and you know, somebody was staying the night. We play it, next thing you know, it's 4 a.m.
1: Oh, yeah, (laughs) we
0: and then we finally just crash right there in the middle of the the living room floor. And you know, that was that was how Contra was for us because we would play that thing all night long. So, for me, it's the idea. Now, the NES Classic, I was a little disappointed because they didn't have Contra 1 on there. They had Contra 2, which is, okay. still, great, which is still a great game. But, you know, I always, I haven't played the original Contra in many years, and mm-hmm. I would love to do that sometime. So, what do you have as number three?
1: Well, I'm going to have to... You've inspired me to, to not do a full audible here, but I'm going to do an honorable mention real quick. Uh, okay. My high school hangout times with my buddies was playing goldeneye and perfect dark yes and it would be the same thing we'd order a pizza we'd bring a couple 12 packs of soda and the next thing you know it's four o'clock in the morning or the sun's coming up and man we would we would do four player on the n64 and we would just play and play and play and play yeah so that's my honorable mention
0: I know, man. Sometimes I feel like our kids aren't going to experience the same things that we experience. Yeah. Ah, breaks my heart. All right, so that was was your number – that was an honorable mention. That was an honorable mention.
1: So we're on to number three, right? Number three. Okay. So this game is one of the more unforgiving games. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not really into – the dark souls franchise and elden ring i'd be willing to give it a try but i'm not it's not necessarily my 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 bag of tricks um but there's a, a bit of a game that takes a little bit of thinking a little bit of planning uh it's got tactical battles where you've got to move your your little troops around and think about the moves before you do them and it is the alien game called xcom 2 Okay. Now are you familiar with XCOM at all? I am. Okay. So what I love the most about XCOM 2 is I played a lot of XCOM Enemy Unknown, the first one. And in the game, you know, there's aliens starting to invade Earth. And so your group is trying to fight them off. And, you know, as you progress through the game, you get better gear. Uh, When your soldiers die, they're gone from the game. And so you've got to train up a new person. You know, you'll name them. A lot of people will name name their troops and you can change their outfits and what they look like. So you kind of really customize them. And man, when, when you get your, your guy gets shot and dead, it's, it's pretty sad and pretty brutal, but XCOM two takes everything that I enjoyed about XCOM one and just cranks up the dial. They make it more, more heartfelt when you lose a soldier, Um, more customization stuff, more bad guys, and the storyline super good. They came out with a, a pretty major update to the game that added so many good features and new gear and new enemies. And it's, again, it's one of those that I come back to and I play through the full campaign maybe once a year. And uh, just super great, fun game. Okay.
0: Excellent. All right. I'm going to toss out an honorable mention. Okay. Do it. All right. And this is something I played in college. Okay. Uh, it was one of those things that I would play it when I should have been studying. And this is like towards the end of college when you know I was single living alone. I was dating my wife at the time but and that is roller coaster tycoon. Okay, Play it on a PC. make people puke <laughs> you know, not have your janitors in the right place. <laughs> you know so. I don't know what it is about that dumb game, but I would play it for hours in college. So it's kind of like The Sims, you know? You don't really know why you're playing it, but you're playing it, and you get addicted to it. And that's how Roller Coaster Tycoon was for me. So
1: So I'm going to interject. I didn't know you like park games. Yeah. Now, I do know that you like dinosaurs. Yes. Have you heard of Jurassic World Evolution? I have. Okay. Me and my my son have been playing through that one recently. Not the second one, but the first one. Okay. Uh, I think I think that's one that you and your boys would really enjoy doing together. I I probably need to Can you get that on the Switch? I, I think it's I think it is available on console. Okay. Um so yeah.
0: I'll will look for it, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. All right, so my number 3. Um here we go. I played this on Nintendo Wii. So I played it with, you know, where you have to, you know, use the little gun console type thing like you're actually shooting Uh and holding a gun. And that is Call of Duty World at War. Okay. The Keeper Sutherland one, you know. Something about Jack Bauer just speaking (laughs) in the air, encouraging you as you're fighting in World War II. I mean, it was... uh. For me, it was a, it was a fun game. I always liked war games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put like I say, I played it on the Wii, so playing it with a gun and you know, like you're actually shooting instead of like just a regular controller. Mm-hmm. I just liked it for that reason. It was fun, it was um it was exciting, and um you know, you just being able to switch out your gear and things like that and your guns. And so I haven't played it in a long time. I mm-hmm. still have it, I still sure. have the Wii. It's all up in the attic. (laughs) uh, Maybe I need to dig it out and play it again, but that one was of all the call of duty ones. That one was my
1: favorite. Nice.
0: All right. What do you guys? Number two.
1: All right. So the fight for number one was tough. I went back and forth on which of these two games I was going to have as one, which one I was going to have as two and since I'm kind of going with which game do I just constantly always come back to? That's the one that's going to take my number one spot. But number two is a game that when it came out, I had just built uh, my first PC since being married. This game came out in 2011. So it it's, it's old. I feel like it's old. It still plays. and looks amazing. And I lost many, 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 many hours to Skyrim. All right, but there is just something. I am I am a big fan of RPGs. I want to create my custom character, but Skyrim has probably one of my favorite open world maps of any game I've played. And there are so many times where I'd be like, okay, well, I got to walk from this city to the city, and it's going to take me literally it'll take me thirty minutes plus in you know in real time to walk from this city to the city but you run into bandits along the way, you run into bears, you can sneak, you can shoot with a bow. Um, My play style was big heavy hammer and just smash whatever got in my way. But Skyrim is an amazing game.
0: All right. And Skyrim just happens to be the game that I'm about to start playing myself. Oh, yeah. uh, Like I said, I am. And the reason is, is because of my number one. Uh, the open world map just being able to immerse yourself into a world that's what I like about video games more yeah. than anything and so I'm going to be talking about I'm, I'm going to be playing Skyrim so after I play Skyrim uh, you need to come back on we need to just do an entire episode on <laughs> Skyrim and, uh, and just geek out about that but yeah. num- my number two and I played this on a PC uh, like I said we were dirt poor When we first got married, I think I was making like seven bucks an hour and my wife was making like six and she was working as a cashier at Walmart. So we didn't make any money back Mm -hmm. then. And we had a desktop and I couldn't afford um, an Xbox. So I got this is back in the old CD-ROM days, man. So I went to Walmart and I bought the game on a cd and I played Halo 1. Mm. On the and everybody was playing Halo at that time. It was like the game. And yeah, this had to be, what, 05, 06? I think. I can't remember when it came out. Halo 1. Was it 04 or
1: 03? Um, I think it would have been 03. Yeah. Because I got a Xbox 360 as kind of part of my graduation. Well... Yeah, around around that time, 0304, when I graduated yeah. high school in 03. Um, but I got an Xbox 360 and had Halo 1. and I mean, that was, again, countless nights of multiplayer playing through yeah. that campaign.
0: Yeah, I would play it because I had to be at work at 7 in the morning, and I would play until like mm. <laughs> 1.30. So, um, so I was getting no sleep because I was in there playing it on a PC, and i absolutely loved it but like i said i couldn't at the time you know you're independent and you, you don't want to go ask your parents for money and things like that you want to try and make it on your own and it's like i really wanted an xbox or you know, yeah especially
1: uh, you know now that you're married asking your mom for a video game console
0: <laughs> exactly so anyway so yeah halo is my number two And like I said, for me, a lot of these games are just good memories, you know, of playing them. You know, you just think back to that time when you play them. So I'm interested because I thought Skyrim was going to be your number one. So I am Mm. very curious to hear what your number one is going to end up being.
1: Well, my number one probably won't be a surprise to a lot of people because we've already talked about this game a little bit off and on. But my number one game that I just can't seem to break away from is Minecraft. Okay. And I remember a long time ago when it first came out, um, PC Gamer used to do game demos all the time. And so I had a a disc mailed to me with my copy of PC Gamer magazine and installed a demo for Minecraft and didn't really know much about the game. I knew that it was like a whole thing with like blocks and crafting. And so, uh, you know, I'm just kind of walking around and all of a sudden it gets dark outside and all of a sudden these things are chasing me. And so I had a, a flint and steel in the game. And I just remember climbing up in this tree and a spider chasing me and I was trying to just burn it with flint and steel and it caught the tree on fire and it burned (laughs) down like almost the entire world because the fire just kept going. And I'm like, what is this game? And, you know, I grew up playing with Legos as a writer I've got huge imagination. I love making stories and just making things up. And Minecraft just does that for me. You know, you can build watchtowers on a hill and you can write the story in, in your own head about who lives there and, and what, what they're watching for. And you can build castles and you can swim in water. And the community around Minecraft is just amazing. And the developers who keep putting out new more and more updates and doing things to the game that just make it more and more fun to play. Um, currently, I'm on a, a, a survival mine- or multiplayer server with some friends, and you know we get in and we play and we build huge things and we trade items and we go on adventures and it's just it's just one of those games, man, that I have so much fun playing.
0: Yeah, I did not start playing Minecraft until a couple of years ago. Okay, and my kids they watch a youtube channel called unspeakable Mm
1: -hmm.
0: a very clean uh youtube channel they also watch uh press and plays another very clean Mm -hmm. uh youtube channel so i'm gonna give them a plug in case you're looking for clean youtube channels that are gaming channels that do like these live streams and stuff uh unspeakable and press and plays are very good but they started wanting to get into minecraft so my kids started playing it um And we just downloaded it on their like Kindle fires and my wife started playing it. And then I started getting into it. And then we got Minecraft dungeons. Now you Mm -hmm. play, you have played Minecraft dungeons. I have. We are going to have to do, and we've talked about this. We're going to have to do like a live Twitch stream or something on Minecraft Dungeons sometimes and play together. Yeah. Uh, Because that's a fun game. Oh yeah. It's just, and it's, it's kind of one of those things like it's, it's different than a regular type of Minecraft. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, It's, I don't know. It's kind of got that little open world map in a way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe not as extensive as like Sky Skyrim or some other games, but um, yeah, Minecraft is. I like I like what you say. You can kind of make the story up in your own head, and my kids do that. It is so amazing. Like especially my my oldest, who is probably the you know he's the more creative. The creativity is his side of things. He'll get in there and he'll just. Create these massive things and these, you know, massive like, you know, watchtowers and stuff like that, and you know, talk about and just pretty much make the story up in his own head. So, mm-hmm. as kids and as authors, I wish we had had that when we oh, were, oh yeah, we were little. Yep. And uh, so, well, I, I agree, Minecraft is is one of those games.
1: Yep. and I would do the same thing with Lego when I was a kid. Oh but, yeah, but Lego, as all adults know now. Costs a whole lot of money.
0: Yes, they do. Back then they didn't. And I do like Legos and then I bring the micro machines in with the Legos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and maybe a couple of GI Joes and, uh, some other things. <laughs> anyway. All right, all right. So my number I, one, I, I don't think I think know it's it. Gonna be, yeah. I, I, you probably do. I started playing this last July and, uh, I got home from a writer's conference, Realm Makers Writer's Conference. That took Woo-hoo. place in St. Louis. I'll give Realm Makers a plug. And I came home from the conference. I had sold a bunch of books, and with my money, <laughs> I went out <laughs> and bought this game. <laughs> and that is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. I, I, had, I wanted a game that I could immerse myself into, and I had watched a ton of videos on it, I even got your opinion, I think. Mm-hmm. And I started playing the game and I decided early on I'm going to do everything. Yep. I'm gonna do all the quest, all the side quest. I'm gonna do conquer all the shrines. I'm gonna try and buy all the gears. I'm just gonna immerse myself. And I probably spent well over a hundred hours in this game. Oh, yeah. Until I finally you know, was able to to beat uh, Calamity Ganon at the end. And now my kids are playing it. We're kind of playing it together. You know, Mm -hmm. they're doing a little bit. I'm doing a little bit. We're all just kind of doing the same game. Some nights I'll sign on and play it. Some nights they'll sign on and play it. And uh, But, you know, beating all the shrines and doing that and trying to learn all the secrets and things like that, that game... It's like I, I'm ready for Breath of the Wild too. Yep. But it's not coming out for like next year. Yeah. And I, I thought it would be this year, but it sounds like it's gotten delayed because, uh, well, everything's gotten delayed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so that's the reason I'm going to play Skyrim because I feel like you know it's kind of the same style of game, and uh, they don't have the Elden Ring, uh, on a uh, Switch. Switch. Yeah. So it's or at least it's not yet. So I'm going to play Skyrim partly because of the same experience I won with Breath of the Wild. When I get into a video game, I want to immerse myself into that world and just enjoy it uh, for what it is and spend hundreds of hours on that. Now, I have other games that I can do that, that I can play with the, you know, the kids, but you know, there's something about just being able to sit down late at night after an exhausting day and just immersing yourself into a game, almost like you do with a book or mm-hmm. you know, a TV show or something like that. And just uh, being able to just focus on something.
1: Yeah. I'll give you a couple of, of little free public tips here. Okay. So the first one is you will never forget the first dragon you fight in Skyrim. Oh, and now, you, now you're making
0: me want to play, like get off of here and go play
1: it right now. So, and every dragon fight after that, while it may not be as special it's still fighting a dragon yeah and the game does such a great job of making those battles feel so cinematic and and so wonderful and so dangerous and even when you're late game and you've got all the gear and you're just you know able to do them they find ways to make it challenging for you yeah and so there's there's number 1 and number 2 is don't think you're going to be able to accomplish everything because the game is so big that I don't think that you can. I don't think it's possible.
0: All right. Well, I appreciate that. I think uh, I'm ready to dive into it and get into it. And like I said, that's my favorite type of game. So if you all have a favorite type of game, why don't you... Head over there to that review. Leave us a review. Let us know. Message us. You can always email us at geekydadsgeekythings at gmail.com and let us know what your favorite video game of all time is. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Josh, thanks for coming on the show. I'm going to have you back sometime. Uh, We got so many episodes that we need to talk about. I think we're going to do... Another food episode. We got to do mm. another food episode. Cuz you like to cook, I like to cook. Oh yeah. Um I like backyard cooking. You love to smoke meat. You like to do donuts and uh, you know, I like to eat, man. Yeah. So and of course we got to come back and just talk about Skyrim after I play it. So that may be 100 hours away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you you're, you're making me feel the need to go reinstall the game too, so. Yeah. So
0: episode 52, <laughs> come back and join us after I have finished playing Skyrim and we will do an episode on Skyrim. All right, everybody. This has been Geeky Dads Talk about geeky things. Josh, thanks for coming on. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys later.